Welcome to Confessions of a Talkaholic, where we discuss anything and everything. Tune into your virtual friend group. Check us out on Instagram at Coat Podcast. That is C.O.A.T. underscore podcast. Hey, buddies. Welcome back to another episode. I think this is either going to be the last episode of this season or the first or second episode of the new season, but that's besides the point. But today we have another special guest. We have uh, one of my roommates from last year. Her name's Natalie. So yeah, I posted on my Instagram, like if anyone wanted to be on the podcast and she answered. So that's why she's here. (laughs) So if you want to introduce yourself. Hello, everyone. My name is Natalie. Um, I guess a little bit about me is I'm a political science student. um, And I love Harry Styles and Taylor Swift. (laughs) (laughs) That's all you need to know. That's that's literally all you need to know about me is like... Wait, how many times have you seen Harry? Uh, I've only seen him twice. Really? Yeah, which a lot of people are really surprised about. Yeah. And I think it's just like... He does a lot of his shows like in LA. Like his Mm -hmm. closest shows are down south and it's just really hard to get to them because Mm. we're in NorCal. True. And it's expensive and I'm like Literally. Girl, I'm in college. But I don't think like the amount of times you go and see your favorite artist, like No, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I just in my head you've seen him like four times. Yeah, because I talk about him (laughs) all the time. I'm constantly posting pictures of him as if I was at the concert. Literally, yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. How many times have you seen Taylor? I've only seen her once. <gasps> I only saw her during Speak Now tour. Did you go to this slot? Are you going to this next one? Yeah, but she's not coming to, to LA until the summer. Oh. So my sister and I have at least one date for that, but she's going five nights, and we're <gasps> really trying to get other tickets to Dang. other nights. So um, if any like ticketing company <laughs> is, is um, for some reason listening to this podcast, <laughs> no. hit your girl up. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> fun though because my one of my roommates is going to one show and she's like flying down for it but um but my manager was like trying to go but she couldn't get tickets but i heard she's like doing unreleased songs right like every like not unreleased but it's not unreleased songs they're like surprise songs and she's doing them as acoustic sets she's saying cowboy like me already and i wanted to cry (gasps) so hard because that's one of my she also sang the lucky one which is like literally my favorite red song and you know but it's okay taylor i forgive you i still love you (laughs) (laughs) we can move past that yeah it's okay you forgave her yeah okay so natalie sent me topics that almost dropped the mic let's do this that she wanted to cover so the first one we're gonna do is letting go of fear so i'm gonna let you start the topics off so you can start off what you want to talk about from it and then i'll add on to what you want to say so I guess when we talk about letting go of fear, I was just thinking about like how a lot of times, especially when you're older and like you start becoming an adult and you get past like the innocent age, you're like, a lot of people expect you to know what you're doing. Mm, and mm-hmm. a lot of times you want to like start new things, but you're afraid of what other people are going to think of you for it. So I guess it's just like you have to let go of the fear of like judgment of other people mm, and then mm-hmm. also like your own fear when it comes to just going for new things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dang, that's true. Sorry. Yeah, the other day um, I was in like a – so there's like a Native American like success center on campus and they have like a little cottage house. 
And then, um, so I was, like, talking with one of the advisors, like, asking her what courses they're going to offer for NAS next year. And then I was like, oh, like, because I'm graduating next year, I want to see what's available, blah, blah, blah. And then she's like, oh, like, what are your plans after college? And I was like, to go home. And she was like, that's it? And I was like, yeah, like, that's all I want to do. And she was like, you don't want to do, like, an internship or something? I was like, I don't know. I was like, I'm going to go home and figure it out. Like, and she was just kind of like that expectancy of like me doing something big as soon as I graduate. But I was just like, I'm really burnt out. Like, I just want to go home and like fix myself and then put myself in like the working field. I totally get you. I honestly, like it's only our second year. I feel so yeah, burnt out already. Literally. And it's always during spring quarter that I feel this way too. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just because like the quarters go by so fast. Yeah. Like we're only at midterm of the spring quarter. True. And I'm like, can I just go home already? But... <laughs> Um, no, I totally get you. Like, I feel I felt like a lot of pressure from my family to mm. like go directly to law school after mm. um, college, and I'm just like not sure if that's what I want to do. Yeah. Because I don't know. It's just it's a lot to think about, mm-hmm. and I just kind of want a break. Yeah. No, and one of my friends um, who was also considering law school for a bit. She said that it's actually recommended that you take a year off after, like, between undergrad and law school because people that don't take that year off, like, literally go through the worst, like, burnout ever. Yeah. No, I've heard of that because I've been to, like, I'm in a few um, law, pre-law, like, mm-hmm. clubs on campus, and a lot of, like, our guest speakers, especially from the law school here, mm. they tell us, like, oh, I took, like, 10 years off before I went to law school. And they're, like, a lot of law schools really like to show that you took time to think about you actually wanting to do this. And it also, like, helps your personal statement become Mm -hmm. stronger to Mm -hmm. have, like, your why you want to go to law school. So I think that just trying to explain that to my parents is probably going to be a little bit hard. Yeah. But honestly, like, there's a certain point where you kind of just have to, like, let go of that mm-hmm. and be like you know this is my life this is what I want to do yeah. I'm gonna figure it out mm-hmm. I'm young yeah you know? <laughs> so yeah that's literally what I told my parents too because like I told my, my mom was like oh like do you think you're gonna get like your master's after graduation I was like no <laughs> I was like we'll see like if I because what, what I want to do which I was like telling you is more experience based than like your degree so I was like I'm gonna come home I'm gonna figure it out and if I need a master I'll get a master's I was like, but right now, that's just, like, not it. And she's like, no, it's okay. She's like, I, I, it's fine, because my parents have never been like, to college or anything, so, like, they don't really get it. But they're just like, well, you know what you can handle, so, like, don't pressure yourself. So, yeah, but I was, like, really scared to tell them, like, I'm going to come home and be, like, so lazy for a year. They're like, it's okay. <laughs> okay, next topic? Yeah. Okay, so the next topic is dealing with college and stress, which... This is something I, I really, really want to talk about, too, because, um, like, this last two... No. We're on week five? Yeah, we're going to week five. We're going into week five. Okay. These last four weeks have been awful. <laughs> because, like, the right after spring break, spring break was, like, literally amazing. Winter quarter was terrible, as always. But spring break was amazing, and I got back, and I was like, sweet, it's warm, the weather's nice, I can go outside. No. My course load is crazy and it's like not necessarily like the content of the work I love what I'm doing but it's like the amount of work is like literally agonizing which is like making me so depressed so like the last four weeks 
I think, like, have been, like, the worst four weeks of my life. <laughs> like, they've just been so bad of just, like, constant stress, constant anxiety, like, depression, like, not getting enough sleep, not getting enough sleep, not eating enough, like, literally doing just, like, only schoolwork for four weeks was, like, terrible. Um, but then I started, like, taking breaks in between, so it's been better, but, like, college will stress you out and it's not necessarily just like what you're learning is hard it could even just be like the amount of work that you're doing and like oops there we go um the amount of work that you're doing and just like what you're doing outside of school because like people who only have to worry just about their classes are like so privileged like people that just don't need to like work or like don't have a job or anything no clubs like they're just in school I feel like of course for you it might not be that bad. Like, I'm not going to undermine you and say that, like, college isn't hard for you, but it's not going to be as bad because <laughs> you don't really have any other obligations. But, like, people that work are in clubs, like, and they're just, like, piling a lot of stuff. Like, it's hard and it's stressful, but – and I don't even know how to deal with it. But, hey, <laughs> I'll learn after. <laughs> I totally feel you on this one because, like, I went into this quarter thinking, oh, my goodness, spring quarter is going to be, like – it's gonna slay like I'm literally gonna have, like, so much less stress than I have had the past like two quarters because I only have like two days worth of classes mm. but those days I'm like going class after class after class <gasps> it's draining right it's so draining and then I have so much work outside of mm. the classes to do that I'm like okay this isn't as like fun and silly as I thought it was gonna be <laughs> it's not silly <laughs> but I think something that has been helping me is just like taking the time to like delegating time throughout my week to self-care and mm. like making sure that like I have time to myself time yeah to like catch up with friends time to I don't know anything just yeah. that would make me feel better and like that's good not feeling guilty about taking <gasps> that time that's my biggest like right so it is <laughs> so easy to feel guilty about like yeah. not studying when you know you might need to or mm-hmm. like not doing this project right now even though it, you still have time to do it yeah. you just feel like you have to do it right now um, yeah, so I've just been kind of, like, really gentle on myself this quarter mm-hmm. in, like, self-care and trying to, like, make sure that I just have time and allow myself yeah. to, like, take the time to yeah. do what I need to, like, stay sane. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. for real. I feel like that's what I struggle with a lot. Like, I'm so guilty of, like, not, like, like, if I don't do what I wanted to do that day, I will, like, think I'm literally a failure. Like, it could be the smallest thing. Like, this, so, basically, for all my classes, like, we have weekly readings. And for one class, like, I just did not get to the readings, like, at all this week. And I probably won't. Um, And we have, like, a quiz on the things. But, like, it's an open note quiz. And it's open for however long, like, you need to take. So, I'm like, okay, well, I'll just... If a question comes up on the reading, then I'll go to the reading and look for the answer. Like, usually, I already do the readings beforehand. So, I don't have to do that anyways but this week I was like there's just no way I'm gonna get to it and like I didn't do it and like all week I've been like beating myself up because I didn't do like what three readings but I'm like they're each like 40 pages so I'm like oh so it's like things like that where it's not that big of a deal but like you're so in your head and like just stressed that you're just like no I'm literally gonna fail all my classes because I didn't do that one thing and you feel like so guilty about it I I totally get you on that because I felt like I felt that too. Like mm-hmm. even in trying to give myself the time to like take care of myself, I've been I've been feeling like guilt and like, mm-hmm. oh, but I have this reading to do that I haven't yeah. done yet, and oh my goodness, I'm gonna fail my class because yeah. I didn't do this one reading, which is totally not true. Um, Literally. Yeah. So I think 
we expect a lot of ourselves, which is really mm-hmm. good, which is why like we have a lot of pressure to mm-hmm. be perfect and mm-hmm. get every single reading done and read every single word of yeah. every single reading and, and like <laughs> do everything else that like these professors have assigned us. But uh, most of the times the professors don't even expect us to do it all. And that's mm-hmm. like something I've, I've learned like the last two quarters, literally I had a professor last quarter and she taught us how to like properly skim readings so that we don't have to read the entire thing. <gasps> Dang. Yeah, she was like, read, read like the f- intros and the conclusions and every single other paragraph there. Just read the first sentence and the last sentence of the paragraphs, and you'll know what you're, ta- what you're reading. And True. I'm like, ah. So yeah, um, I just think like a lot of professors just they, Don't care. they want <laughs> you to do it because they're like, well, you need to learn this. But half the time, like they just talk about it in class anyways, mm-hmm. and they really don't expect you to do it all because they know that you're yeah and they're busy too yeah so true but also like just to go back to like thinking spring quarter was gonna be great because everyone always says like in quarter system that like out of winter um well no fall winter and spring quarter that spring is the best and everyone says it's best because it's like warm and it's nice outside and blah 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 blah. but i disagree with that because even though the weather, and I'm not going to say the weather in fall and winter quarter is amazing because it also sucks, but it's like, um, like, okay, when it's like fall and winter quarter, it's like rainy and gross and cold and you're like really depressed and it makes it worse. But I want to combat this and I'm not saying I'm right, but I'm just saying this. It's worse to be like stressed and depressed and like literally just have so much anxiety and like be so stressed about school when it's nice and sunny outside and people are out there enjoying it and you're not. That is the worst. Yeah. See, no, I totally get you on that. I felt like this both last spring quarter and this spring yeah, quarter yeah. because I've been like always so stressed during spring quarter. Mm-hmm. But like, um, you know, you see it's sunny outside. You want to go out in the sun. You want to just like be able to go to the ARB and like yeah. and like read a book and have a little picnic with your yeah, friends. But, but you, you can't. Know, you can't. <laughs> Right? Like, it's so much easier to, like, discipline yourself to actually do your studies Mm -hmm. when it's, like, rainy and cold outside because, like, you kind of have to stay inside. Yeah. And so, I don't know. I, like, I've been trying to go to the ARB and, like, study while at the ARB, Mm -hmm. but it's so hard because there's no Wi-Fi there. True. I'm, like, how do you expect me to deal with this? Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I don't know. That and then, like, my laptop, like, will start heating up. Or, like, you know when, it, when it's too bright outside and, like, your phone and, like, your iPad will, like, automatically dim? Yeah. Like, it just, it, it's just, like, I can't do any digital te- technology work outside. Like, it has to be, like, on paper to where, like, that can't get hot on me and burn. But, yeah, that has to be, like, like, spring quarter is, well, the weather is great, but I feel like it's worse to be inside, like, worried about school while everyone's outside enjoying their life because, like, they don't have a job or they don't have a hard major. <laughs> And compared to, like, winter quarter, where everyone's just grinding and depressed. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Not in a bad way, not in a bad way, but, everyone's you know. like, collectively, like, sad. Yes, quarter, literally. You know? So, like, at least you feel like you have someone else to, mm-hmm. to, to like, bury in the sadness with. Uh-huh. But, but, yeah, no. Spring quarter is just, it's so hard. Oh, so yeah. Like, okay, should I go outside and, like, enjoy my life, or should I, like do well in the classes that I'm paying so much for. Literally. No, for real. Like, I am... Um, I'm taking summer classes, right? And summer classes are so expensive. Like, because I didn't do summer last year, so I didn't really, like, even care to look at how much it was. 
but it is, um, I think, like 200 and something dollars per unit. And most units are, um, are what's it called? I mean, most classes are four units. So that's like basically about like 800 to $900 per class. And I'm like, <gasps> and I had to take two. Um, I mean, like, luckily I have, like, financial aid to help me out and everything, but, like, still, like, that's crazy. And then you have to pay a fee, like, a 350-something dollar fee for every session. But, like, I'm just, like, thinking, like, what the heck? Like, that is literally insane. Like, I think for me to take three summer classes, it was going to cost, like, like, um, like, a thousand, like, a thousand seven hundred dollars to take three classes, whereas, like, I'm taking also two classes, um, at a community college, and that only costs, like, um, actually, no, 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 wait, I'm such a liar, the total was, like, four thousand dollars, but after financial aid and everything, it's only, like, a thousand, I'm like, it's only a thousand dollars, like, a thousand seven hundred something, but I'm taking classes at a community college, college, and for three classes, with, like, fees and everything, I'm taking them online, it was only thirty-five dollars, $35, well, I got financial aid for that too, but like $35 versus like 1700 I was shocked, but I was like, this is gross, but. It's so annoying. Yeah, but I see it as like, I'm taking these classes in the summer and I'm saving money on like a whole year. Like, because literally since I'm graduating a year early, like I'm getting those classes out of the way. Like, because I would have had to take those classes like ne the year that I would be like graduating early, if that makes sense, but yeah. So I'm like, you know what, I'll pay for the summer if we can save for a whole year. But I know, and I was just like, dang, <laughs> it's crazy. Okay. That's crazy. The next topic is fangirling. Do you want to introduce it? Yeah. Okay, yes. <laughs> okay, so if you know anything about me, you know I am like an utmost fangirl. Oh, yeah. Right? Like Real. my TikTok all about Harry Styles and Taylor Swift uh -huh. and some other artists too. And my Instagram, like every other post is about... <laughs> Harry Styles or Taylor Swift. <laughs> real, real. Yeah, so, so, um, I think, I feel like there's, there's a big divide. Other, either people are, like, so in for fangirling, they're like, mm. we love fangirling. I am a fangirl, too. Yeah, right? same. And, like, it might be with, you know, it's, it's various artists, whatever, but, like, then there's the other people that are, like, fangirling is so stupid. Like, why? For real. Why would you ever do that? Oh, my God. You guys are so annoying with it. Like, it's not that big of a deal. And I'm, like, my thing is, like, I I just don't like people who, how do you say it? Like, the worst kind of people, I think Taylor Swift said this once, which mm. <laughs> the worst kind of person is, is a person that, um, that like puts you down for being excited about something. She said <gasps> something along the lines yeah, about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, why, why can't you just let people like live your life? Like, and, like if what something, they like. if something like really inspires you and like makes you excited to get out of bed every single day, yeah. Then like I think that's so worth having your oh, utmost yeah. like energy put towards. Mm. So I don't know. That's just what. Who's like your like? What's like your stand list? from top to bottom my stand list yeah um like who do you stand like who do i stand um okay well like who do you fangirl over uh taylor swift harry styles mm -hmm. ariana grande lord um, real phoebe ridgers and like boy genius um 
Conan Gray. I was going to say, where's Conan? <laughs> Conan, obviously. Um, I feel like I'm, I'm missing so many. Lana. Mm-hmm. Lana Del Rey. Oh, you went to her pop-up, right? Yeah, I went to her pop-up <gasps> in Long Beach. Oh, so sad. Because oh I think God. it was like the day before or the day of that I was flying in yeah, for spring break. I, and I was like, no, I missed it. Because it was like it was like a three-day thing throughout yeah, the weekend. Yeah, yeah, And my sister and I went the first day. We went with like her friend and like her friend's friend. Mm-hmm. And we had a time slot. So here's the thing. There a was, time slot? Yeah. So there was a time slot line where you had to reserve for a time slot. Got it. And then there was a GA line, but they were letting in the GA at the same time <gasps> as the time slots. So That's not unfair. only did we get let in like an hour after our time mm-hmm. slot, like we there was barely any merch left because like <gasps> everyone else. Oh, that the normies yeah. in. So I was I was kind of annoyed by that. I think that they should have just let like whatever time slot time in, like, the entire group in. Mm -hmm. And then if there was time after, before the next time slot, they should have taken, like, a few people from the GA. I feel like that would have been a lot more efficient, but Mm -hmm. they were just letting them at the same time. That's stupid. Yeah. (laughs) Mm -mm. So it was kind of annoying, but I was... I was just happy to be there. I yeah, thought it was yeah. fun. I thought it was a nice time because it was like right at the beach. It was like yeah, yeah. It was on um by Shoreline, right? Yeah, it was like right next to the Aquarium Pacific. And then um Parker's Lighthouse. Mm-hmm. Okay, you got you. Got yeah. You. So it was really nice. Um, all of the little like, uh, poster things. Mm-hmm. Pop ups. I don't know. It was like signs to yeah, take yeah. pictures. Photo ops. <gasps> That's cool. Yeah, it was really cool. It was fun to be around like other people that are excited about the mm-hmm. new album too. So. Yeah. See, and I feel like uh-huh. that's another thing about fangirling is like you create a community. Oh yeah. Around, and I feel most like, definitely. Yeah, it's just it makes it so much more fun. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Because I have um, so I have this group of friends. Shout out to the eighteen e that I met at my first time going to see 80s so like how you said like you create like a little community so basically january of 2022 yeah 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 2022 um it wasn't 2021 was it no 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 january 2022 so basically i and i know this i'm like in a trading community for like k-pop stuff or whatever blah blah but basically like i was in a group chat for the concert to like meet people who were like also going to the concert but like that day like I texted in the group chat like oh hey if anyone's here at the concert like I'm here and literally radio silence I'm like I thought the whole point of this concert was so we can meet people that are going to the concert to meet up with them at the concert but then like no one was replying which I was just kind of like okay whatever anyways and then I um was like standing watching like this thing because there's like people like dancing or whatever and then there's like this uh someone right next to me and then I was like okay well, I was like well I don't want to be like alone so I was like oh hey like are you here by yourself and she was like oh yeah like I am she's like are you and I was like yes I was like you want to stick together and she was like yeah so that's how I met my friend Karime and then we were just like hanging out talking whatever blah 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 and then someone finally answered in the group chat. They were like, oh, we're here. It was like these um, these two girls. And I was like, oh, my gosh, like, where are you guys? And we can meet up, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, um, here's a picture of, like, what I look like. What do you look like so we can look for each other? And they literally had just walked past me, like, two seconds before that. And then we, like, stopped at each other. And we are like, oh, my gosh, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then we started, like, hanging out. So we were hanging out before the show. We maybe spent, like, two 
three hours together waiting for the show because I got there super early thinking the merch line was going to be crazy. It wasn't. And I was like, oh, whatever. So then we ended up like all talking, getting along really well. And then we made like a group chat. And then, um, yeah, that was the first time we met. And then we just like kept on texting like all that. And we just became like actually like really good friends like outside of like the concert and K-pop and 80s like and all that. Like we just really got to know each other. And then we ended up um, all going to see ATs the next time they went on tour. Um, except one of them wasn't able to make it. So we, like, made a little picture of her. We, like, took her around everywhere. Um, and then, like, we literally, I kid you not, this is, like, probably the most I've ever done. Like, and I would do it again, but it was, like, awful. But so for ATs, it was all, like, um, general admission, right? So we, how they were doing it is, like, you get your wristbands at 8 a.m. Um, and then you come back like a couple hours before the show and you like check in so you basically have until like 12 a.m until 8 a.m to like line up and like get your ticket whatever i mean get your wristband whatever go because it's like by numbered order so we went at like 3 a.m mind you it was pouring rain like it never ever ever rains in socal like you know Mm -hmm. but the one weekend that it was raining in november it was pouring flash flood warnings like literally so windy terrible and we were out there at 3 a.m., freezing cold, waiting until 8 a.m. to get our tickets. And we didn't get our tickets until, like, 9, I think. Um, so that was, like, definitely a bonding experience. We were, like, huddled up, super freezing. And then by the time that we got there, we didn't want to take umbrellas because it was, like, crazy windy and cold or whatever. But we didn't want to take the umbrellas inside. So anyways, we were literally dressed in our full concert outfits, like, out there huddled together, like, all that, which is craziest thing ever. But we did that for two days in a row. But then we ended up getting barricades, so it was worth it. But, like, we literally bonded after going to that traumatizing event together. But, yeah, long story short, like, you will meet, like, I met some of my best friends, like, at a concert, and we're still friends to this day. Like, despite whatever, like, happens, like, outside of K-pop and stuff, like, we're genuinely good friends, which is crazy. And I feel like if I was never, like, a fangirl or never, like, fanned over anything like I wouldn't have had that experience like connected or met with certain people so people that say like like fangirling is like stupid and stuff I'm like okay but you've never met like fangirl friends to fangirl with and do like fangirl things with too like it just makes it a lot more worth it and fun I feel like yeah I totally agree I feel like some of like my best friends like even just that I've become closer with this past Mm. year we've all like bonded over like some artists and like fangirled over them or um and like even my friends that I've been friends with like for the longest time like once we started talking about like fangirling and getting into fangirls like it made it made us like so much closer than like we ever were before and it give it gives you like something really to bond over Mm -hmm. and like I feel like the music you listen to oh my goodness or (laughs) the music you listen to (laughs) she's crying she's emotional no um the music you listen to or like the artists you admire like it shows a lot about who you are true true so oh yeah it makes it like so much easier to get to know like the person or like other people that also enjoy their Mm. music Mm -hmm. and it gives you like something to bond over and like it really creates your character oh yeah who you are as a person so i feel like you know everyone has their own way of bonding over things and like for for me, one of the biggest ways is, like, fangirling. Yeah. Like, the, the artists that I am, like, a 
huge fan of. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I think I think it's just really cool. Yeah. And also, too, with that, I feel like it's easier to make friends with, like, say, for example, like, you see someone on campus and they're wearing, like, a Harry Styles, like, tour merch. You, like, go up and talk to them. And I feel like it makes it so e- so much easier to go up and talk to them because I feel like you already have the biggest part of yourselves in common. Because mm-hmm. if, like, if you like Harry Styles, you're more likely to like other artists in that yeah. genre or, like, in the things that you like. Like, personally, for me, like, if I see someone that has something like K-pop or a K-pop group that I like that person is more likely to like other groups that I like where it's like you have more and more and more in common and then you just have like way more similar interests. So I feel like when you see someone like that and you're like, oh my gosh, you start talking to them, you already like broke the ice. I feel like you have the, yeah. you already have the biggest thing in common now, but it's also really embarrassing too. This is like looking at my problem because like, I'm like, I would say obsessed. Yeah. I'm obsessed with K-pop. I have like merch. I have albums. I collect, like I'm involved and I feel like for me, it's really not embarrassing, but kind of embarrassing. Like when I meet someone that also likes it, but kind of not as much as me. And I look like insane. Oh, you know what I mean? Because totally like I'm in, like I'm involved. So like when I meet someone that's like, oh yeah, I just casually listen to this group or like, no, I've never seen them like live or anything like I just like their music and I'm like oh yeah me too like I just like their music too yeah I don't collect or anything yeah it's like I'm never inviting you over because yes, you're gonna think I'm a crazy yes. person so I'm just yeah. like I sometimes I will realize that I'm like way more involved or like way more obsessed with them than them and I don't want to look crazy so I'll act like I'm on the same level because like I don't even be like damn this girl like she's kind of obsessed like so, I don't know if you have that thing, too, but yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I just got reminded of, like, around this time last year when Harry Styles did, like, an episode with James Corden, mm-hmm. and they, like, made a Daylight music video, which is one of his songs yeah. that was coming out, and, or, like, had just come out, and, like, one of the girls, so they went into, like, they knocked on a, this random apartment in New York City, it was, like, a group of girls, and they, like, filmed the music video, and their like apartment mm-hmm. and one of the girls was like a really big one direction fan mm-hmm. and james was like james was like oh my god we cannot let harry come into this room because <gasps> because you're like insane <laughs> like you're insane he was joking about it but oh, like but i but, would still be offended <laughs> but i was like oh my god if he thinks that this girl is insane then like what would he think about me because uh, uh. she did not she had like little like niche harry styles things around oh her room got it that i was like okay yeah she's a big fan but she doesn't have like huge posters of him got it yeah wall. yeah I'm like oh my god no that's real i would be like so embarrassed like james do never come to my house actually well that would never happen because he just had his last show but oh i saw that is it like yeah. done forever i think i think like the show is just done i don't know what he's doing like mm. after um or now but maybe taking a break i'm not sure who knows yeah I will always, whenever I think about him, I will always think of when they were trying to promote that, like, Cinderella movie with him and, like, Camila Cabello or whatever, and they were, like, in the street dancing and seeing people, like, in their cars. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, my gosh. So, basically, they did, like, a flash mob kind of thing where they, like, went into the street when people were at, like, a stoplight and were, like, dancing and singing. Oh, my but, like, he did that, and he was, like, in this just giant, like, rat costume, like, one of the little mice, and was just, like, thrusting in people's faces in their cars, and whenever I think of him, like, that's literally what I think about, but 
bad for him for a show, but I don't, I don't know. But yeah, wait, you collect vinyls. Yes. Talk about oh that. My God, oh my God. <laughs> I have too many vinyls to even count. Like, <gasps> I, I went to the record store in Davis three times this past week <gasps> just to look around. Yeah, yeah. I didn't really, I only bought like one record, but mm. like just, just to look around. Who knows? Uh-huh. And how much like are vinyls like typically? Oh my goodness, they're they're kind of expensive. They've really? been getting more expensive too. Yeah, like usually just a standard. Yeah, you guys are like, getting more popular, probably, and mm. like also they're they're kind of expensive to make. Gotcha, gotcha. They're not like the cheapest thing to make, but honestly, I feel like they're cheaper to make than people think they are. Mm. But but yeah, so like a regular one LP can be anywhere from like twenty five to thirty dollars. <gasps> yeah, right. And then, so, like, 7 inches are usually, like, $15, and then, Mm. like, regular 12 inches, those are usually, like, $25 to $30, and then two LPs are, like, 40-ish, but, like, depending depending on the artists, like, recently, they've been getting up to $50, (gasps) and I'm, like, I, like, my heart has been sinking, because, like, I got, I think I got Red Taylor's version, which is, like, four LPs, and that, at the time it came out, that was only, like, $50, that's actually not bad right yeah so so now that like only two lps are getting up to that price point i'm like what the (gasps) heck is going on oh my gosh would you say there's like a difference in sound quality um i think honestly no recently like a lot of the pressings have been getting messed up Mm. like they're they're mass producing them so fast nowadays that it's like um mock-ups which is like how the vinyl's supposed to look so a lot of times like colored vinyls like that are supposed to have special designs and stuff mm-hmm. like there'll be mock-ups and then you'll get it and it'll look completely different or it'll be messed up Ew. and i know it's like it's so icky yeah i'm like i was expecting like a lighter color or like mm. a different pattern or something else and it just didn't turn out right mm-hmm. yeah so i literally have a midnight's vinyl um which mm-hmm. is like taylor swift's newest album and one of the stickers because there's like stickers in the middle of yeah. the vinyls to show like what the album is it's literally like off-centered <gasps> did and it get in the way when it no oh. thankfully it wasn't like that off-centered but almost i was like so shook Mm-mm. but it was a gift so i couldn't like return it yeah yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> would you say that you collect them like for the sake of the collection or you like listen to them too um i definitely listen to them but i do also collect them just for the sake of the collection yeah. Really? But I, I try to listen to them, like, as much as I can. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I have a few vinyls that I do need to, like, get rid of because I've gotten, like, the more collectible version of them. Oh. So, like, for example, I recently got Peach Sweetener, uh-huh. which is, like, a, a really high-demand Ariana Grande one. Like, oh, everyone wants Peach Sweetener. Really? But before, what album is that? It's Sweetener. But it's just, it's, like, the peach pressing Oh, I was like, I've never heard of that album. <laughs> yeah. No, it's sweeter, but the peach pressing of it. Got it. And so before, I just had Standard Black, because I love that album, and I was like, well, I want to listen to it on vinyl. Mm-hmm. But now I'm like, well, what am I going to do with the Standard Black one? Mm-hmm. So who knows? It's kind of just sitting in there. I also yeah. have Dangerous Woman. Like, I also, <gasps> like, Ooh, the, the, the Standard Black one. Mm-hmm. But then I also recently got the Purple and Black Swirl one. Uh-huh. So now I'm like, what do I do with the Standard Black one? Dang. Okay. Which, okay, two questions. What is your highest valued vinyl? Like, if you were to sell it, like, how much could you sell it for because it's so rare? And what is the most you've ever paid for a vinyl? We're not, we're not judging here. I've, I've dropped some coin okay. on some K-pop stuff. <laughs> I've, I've dropped a lot. 
popped some coin recently on some rares. So recently, I feel like, I think right now, my Harry Styles Coke bottle clear fine line is my most um, valued, I guess. Yeah, because that one right now on Discogs, which is like, if you don't know, if you don't like record shop mm. or collect records, um, it's like basically a place where you put in all your records that you have oh. and it'll show like, or you can also put a want list. So like people oh, sell cool. on that app too. Yeah, so like yeah, if yeah. there's a seller selling something that you think is a good price and you can buy it off of there. Mm-hmm. But recently I got Coke bottle clear fine line and it cost me a pretty penny. It was like, because it's valued at such a high price point. I was able to negotiate it down to like 120, uh-huh. but they wanted to sell it for 150. <gasps> yeah, but that one I think is my highest right now. It was last sold for 173. <gasps> yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, I would say either that or peach sweetener. Peach sweetener kind of went down recently. Um, yes, the median on Discogs right now is 111. So. Mm. So definitely Coke bottle clear fine line, but there's some vinyls I want that are like ridiculously expensive. Really? Yeah. So for example, the pink HS1, which is Harry Styles' like first album. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What was um, on his first album? What was the title? H- it's just Harry Styles. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So everyone just calls it HS1. Mm. Mm-hmm. That one is going for like... The median is like 230 right now. <gasps> um, and then if you want like the orange reputation by Taylor Swift, that one's going actually. What? It went down a lot. People were selling this for like $900. <gasps> yeah. But right now it's only being sold for 82. What? <gasps> you kind of need to get on that. I might need to get on that. <laughs> um, oh, they don't have a rating. It's probably fake. Mmm. Yeah, but see, people are literally listing it for $1,000. <gasps> oh my gosh. Is it because it's not in print anymore? Yeah, or? so like a lot of these um, exclusive vinyls, they are like especially colored ones or like special color ones, they'll only press like a certain amount mm-hmm. and that's all you get. Like mm-hmm. they're never going to repress it. And maybe after like a certain huge mark after a few years of the album being out like a five-year or ten-year mark then maybe they'll repress it but a lot of times they don't mm. so you kind of just have to like hope that someone still has it in good condition and is willing to sell it True. to you for like a good price point you have signed ones right i do have signed ones i have um so i have midnights i just decided to get like the moonstone signed one because that was so moonstone is like considered the standard pressing for midnights and so the first signed one that came out was the moonstone one mm-hmm. and i was not gonna go crazy and get all the other pressings that true. were also signed because she later did release some other pressings that were signed and i was like you know what? i'm okay with my one <laughs> and then i also have super ache by conan gray mm-hmm. that one i have signed and then i also have Girlfriend by the Drivers Era, which is like lost. Oh, they just Ross, had a concert. Yeah, right? Ross Lynch and Rock, Rocky, his brother. Anyways, that one signed. Mm-hmm. Did you go to their show? Um, no, I really. So they're playing at the Greek, but they're playing the weekend before finals. <gasps> 
which is so annoying, right? Because yeah. my sister and I were totally prepared to go, uh-huh. and we just can't because mm. finals. Yeah, yeah, it's just too close. Yeah, mm. so it's so annoying, but it is what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. I did not know that that they were that band because I know a bunch of people that listen to them, and I know a yeah. bunch of people that went to the concert, but I didn't know that Ross Lynch was in it. Or that's his band. Like, I literally did not know. <laughs> I thought it was, like, some other random people. That's so cool. Okay. But, yeah, being a fangirl is fun. I would not want to be anything else. Ah, no, I'm kidding. But, yeah, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I think I would definitely, like, if I wasn't a fangirl, I would have a lot more money. But I think, like, um, because I'm a fangirl, like, I spend money on, like, certain things. Like, I don't blow all my money on, like, all this. Like, I really don't. Like, in retrospect, I don't even spend a lot of money on K-pop. The biggest amount that I spend is like for concerts but I can rationalize that because like a concert is an experience but like outside of that I don't really spend a lot of money on it um but I'm like you know what like if I wasn't a fangirl I'd be spending my money on something else so it's I'm not really like losing much money I would have spent it on something else like either way no I totally agree like personally I have a really bad retail therapy problem so if I wasn't spending my money on like concerts and merch and like silly little vinyls right right. it would definitely be going to other stuff right like I don't know clothes that I'm gonna wear once literally yeah no I feel like I definitely would have been spending money on like clothes like going out food like just things that like don't last I feel like yeah What's, like, your favorite piece of, like, merch? Ooh, that is so tough. Really? Oh, my goodness. I wear my 1989 crew neck a lot. Ooh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Also, I like the hairstyle. I, the orange? The, orange the bunny one? one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah really I, I love that one. So that's from, like, the first leg of Love on Tour, mm. um, which was in 2021, and it was just, like, a North America leg. Got it, got it. Yeah. So that was from my first Harry concert. Oh. Yeah. Did you get any the second time you went? Um, yeah, I got a pink soup merch, soup, so it's like, <laughs> we call it, we call it soup, got it. um, so basically it's just like love on tour, but like the letters are all mixed up and different oh, colors. Oh, I know what you're talking about, I know what you're talking yeah. about, okay, okay, I've seen that one, I've seen that yes. one, that one's cute too. So there's also like a tote bag that matches it. <gasps> I've seen yeah. that one too. Oh, I love that tote bag too. Yeah. I love my Harry merch so no, much. I get so mad when like a tour doesn't have good merch, because I totally don't mind buying merch, because like I know that I'm literally paying you 50 to $60 for a shirt. I know, but if it's so cute and it's like so like to that tour or like very of that artist then like i will buy it i like when it comes to a concert i will blow money like i don't care like it's an experience but i hate when i go and like i really want to get like a merch shirt or something and it just sucks like a lot of k-pop tours like the merch is literally terrible it'll just be like their little symbol or something or like the little like their the name of their group just a little pocket symbol on the front and then tour dates in the back like nothing original which is really really making me mad but i'm gonna go see rico nasty in two weeks in two weeks i'm gonna go see her and her merch is gorgeous like it is so nice like she um uh, she like commissioned an artist to do it sorry i don't have instagram on my phone right now so i can't show you on my phone but oh just search up on her um instagram she like posted her merch you literally need to see it it's so nice like it's gorgeous like she's selling shirts long sleeves posters um, oh wait, 
Maybe she isn't. <laughs> I think she literally just posted her merch. Oh, it's like shirts with like this on it. Oh, that's so um, cool. Or like, let me see. Well, maybe she doesn't have a post of her merch. But anyways, I'll show you when I see her. But like, it's like customized merch and it's just gorgeous. So I'm really excited. But um, my favorite is like AT's came out with this theme and it was only a pop-up shop in Korea in person. But I like knew someone that knew someone that was going, if that makes sense. So I was able to get it from them. But the theme was AT&E room. So AT&E is the name of the fans. And it's like items that you would find in their room and like things like that. Cool. So they had like blanket, mug, candle, hoodie, oh, so like um, posters, like things like that, which I think is like so cute. And like the font and everything was just so adorable. So I got the blanket and it's just like a little throw blanket. So like now I kind of have no use for it because it's like too small to use. But like I have a vision that like when I get back home and like I redecorate my room, I'm gonna have like a little bean bag, a little couch in my room. And I'll put the blanket on there. So I got that. I got the hoodie. And I got, like, some other things. Um, but, yeah. Like, I, that was my favorite, like, theme ever. Mm. Just, like, what you would find, like, in an 18s room. Yeah. Like, imagine if you got, like, a Harry Styles mug. Like, Harry Styles, like, actual, like, blanket from his merch. Yeah. It, that's what it felt like to me. But that was, like, the best merch, in my yeah. opinion. But I get, like, really annoyed when they don't have good merch. Because I'm like, but then for AT, so when I saw them this last time, it was so, like, I'm so glad that they did this. So basically what they did is you ordered it online, and then you go to, like, a pickup in your city that you're going to the show of, and you pick up your merch there, which is better because you don't have to go early or worry about getting merch at the show. Like, you already got it before, and all the pop-ups were, like, decorated. So it was so cool. But I accidentally ordered the wrong hoodie or the wrong crew neck. And I was like, and I obviously couldn't exchange it or anything because they only, like, had pickup stuff. You know what I mean? Like, and I wasn't going to, they had, like, some extra hoodies and stuff. But, like, I wasn't going to make a big old hassle about my own mistake. But then I think I was just, like, feeling such, like, an 80s high that week. Like, of just being able to see them. that I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'll just buy the other one that I actually wanted. So I dropped, like, I think, like, 160 bucks. Um... I think they're like 80 bucks or yeah they're like 80 bucks each but worth it and I don't care I would do it again because they're both so cute <laughs> I, I love concert merch it definitely like makes the concert like 10 yes. times more expensive but like not only do you it. have to pay for the concert ticket and like your travel plans but like mm-hmm. the concert merch too but yeah. I think it's so worth it I think yeah I think when there's good merch it is so worth oh yeah it. And definitely yeah that's also why I love Taylor Swift's, like, merch site because Taylor Nation, which is, like, her team, they're mm-hmm. really good at theming her merch. Oh yeah, so, like, right now on her website, there's, like... You're fine. Okay. No, right, no, now, right. right now on her website, like... there's, like, different eras for, like, uh-huh. each each of her different, like, albums. Mm-hmm. And there's a bunch of different merch <gasps> for those. Is it because yeah. she's doing the Taylor's version so, of those? Or? So, like... Um, only her first six albums she's doing the Taylor's version mm. because those are the ones she doesn't own right now. Mm. Um, but like everything after the first six albums she does own. So who knows what she's going to release next. Yeah. Everyone thinks it's going to be 1989 or Speak Now. And I'm just like, I'm not sure. 
I'm really torn between the two of them. I really want it to be 1989 because mm-hmm. I love 1989. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Speak Now seems like the most Which reasonable. Yeah. Because it's the one with blank space on it. Gotcha, like, gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Okay, okay, I remember this. Um, Wait, you have to update me. Is she still broken up with, with that guy? Oh, Joe Allen? It seems like they are. I mean, I, I really don't want them to be because they were together for like six years Mm -hmm. but it really does seem like they are like she's been so see this is why a lot of people have been thinking she's like hinting at 1989 more recently Mm. compared to speak now which a lot of people were like oh my god she has to really speak now next because like she literally hinted it hinted at it Mm. so much in the bejeweled music video whatever but basically recently she's been going out with like a lot of her friends between like her tour dates um, she's been, like, going to New York City and having dinners with, like, her friends. Oh, that's so fun. Right? So, it's totally 1989 vibes. Um, and then... Her life. <laughs> and then, like, right after, people will notice that, like, whatever friends she's been hanging out with have been unfollowing Joe Alwyn out, like, right <gasps> after. So, I'm like, oh, she's spilling some real tea. But Dang. honestly, like, when it comes to, like, celebrity relationships, as much as it's easy to, like want to become involved and know mm-hmm. everything about them mm-hmm. it's like it's their private life yeah I just want to be who, who really cares like yeah. you're not peeping through some like your neighbor's window to see like what their relationship True. status is so like why you do know, you care why do you care yeah yeah ugh that's annoying okay next topic yeah slay so in conclusion being a fangirl is superior um and try to change my mind about it you can't okay so next is dating and the pressure of the pressure to date in college and honestly this is so true because like everyone in college either has like a relationship or like a little situationship or something going on and i have not had any of those things throughout my whole time in college when it's only been two years but i know people that have gone through like plenty and i'm like how like you know and i do feel like there is like a some kind of like pressure because you're like oh we're all the way from home we all have our own apartments we all have like like no supervision we can literally just like be dating and like doing a bunch of stuff and like whatever blah blah, blah. but like where's the time <laughs> one and I, I do feel like there is like some type of like pressure to always like have something but it's not that like i would, wouldn't be open to a relationship because like yeah like that'd be I don't know, cool, I don't know, but I've never been in one, so I've just never really cared for it, but I feel like there is a pressure, but I feel like right now in my life, I have, like, so much going on that that is, like, not the first thing on my mind, yeah. I totally agree with you, mm-hmm. so, like, I've, I've never been in a relationship either. Twins! And, yeah, <laughs> twins, um, and, like, I feel like there's, there is so much pressure from, like, not just the people around you and, like, seeing a lot of people in relationships mm-hmm. and, like, posting about their relationships mm. on, the, on the Instagram and on the gram on the gram and, <laughs> and, it on the gram. <laughs> and um and like just just seeing like hookup culture around you true too. true true everyone like expects you to be like dating someone or like at least hooking up with someone yeah and like talking and or stuff. like talking to someone or like have a situation yeah 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 like and even, like, from when you go back home and you're, like, talking to your family, like, whether yeah. it's, like, your parents or, like, extended family, they're, like, so, do you have a boyfriend? Like, no. Like, no. <laughs> I don't even have someone, like, I'm kind of talking Same. to. <laughs> That's another Taylor Swift Yeah. Quote. Oh, for real. <laughs> for literally. Real. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I got nothing to write home about. <laughs> I, no, literally, like, I just have nothing. And mm-hmm. people are, like, so surprised by the fact that, like, I... No, Same. Like, I don't even feel, like, as much as I would 
want a relationship, and I think that it would be cool. I don't know. Like, you know, it's I don't cool. mean it's like it cool. Would, like, I just I've never felt it, so I don't know what it would feel like. Yeah, like, I, like I think it would be nice to have a relationship, but at the same time, I'm like, I got I got my own shit to deal yeah. with. Yeah. Like, can I have just? Can, is it enough to like have a relationship with myself? For real. For yeah. I'm a lot. Yeah, I literally, I am a lot. <laughs> like, let me have my relationship with myself. Like, someone else will come along. For real. Like, uh, down the line. But, like, for, for me right now at this point, like, I just need to work on, like, my relationship with myself. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that a lot is really undermined. Yeah, like, yeah, people yeah. Don't, people don't prioritize their relationship with mm-hmm. themselves. So. Oh, true, true. Definitely. That's kind of just where I am right now. Mm-hmm. And I feel like... Now, I just literally just thought about this. I feel like I would want a boyfriend so he can drive me places. <laughs> I feel you. Like a passenger princess Literally, like, I would not mind someone that just, like, wants to drive me around. <laughs> like, I just want a chauffeur. <laughs> I don't want a boyfriend. I just want a chauffeur. But I feel like I just don't really care about that in my life. Like, I don't think my – because I've definitely met people where I feel like their lives and how much they're enjoying their life – or what they think about their life is surrounded by if they have a boyfriend or girlfriend or if they're talking to someone or if, like, there's someone or multiple people within their circle. And I feel like I I can't say that I get it because I can't relate to that. But, like, I could, I guess, try to understand, like, because so I know some people that have, like, been dating for years that they're just, like, not used to being single. And, like, they'll literally date anyone just to be in the sake of, like, a relationship. And I feel like I know a lot more guys that are like this rather than girls because I think guys are just, like, eh, what I, you know what I mean? Like, when it comes yeah. to relationships. Um, but I feel like, I don't know, it's just not a priority. And like you said, like, making more of a relationship with yourself. And, like, I got to get myself straight because I have, like, so, like how you said, so much to do. And I'm just, like, I don't have – space to fit someone into that because i'm just like leave me alone because like whenever i see my thing is like i one of my dreams is like i always see couples studying together and i think it's so cute like a little nerd like me oh my gosh i literally like blush at the fact of like oh my gosh imagine like studying with someone but then in actuality these couples like get no work done because they're just sitting there laughing and stuff which i'm like oh my god it's so much fun yeah but there's, like, some couples that go to my Starbucks that, like, actually study. Like, they go in together every single day. And, like, they're dating. Like, fully dating. They go together every single day. But they sit at separate tables. And they do their work separately. Yeah. And then they, like, come back together and then, like, talk for a bit and then they leave. And I just think that's, like, so cute. Or, like, he'll come in the morning and, like, pick up her Starbucks. And then, like, she'll come in later and, like, leave her Starbucks for him. And then, like, he'll. Like, it's just so cute. So things like that. Are really cute to me but i feel like i want a relationship when i'm not in school <laughs> like i don't want any distractions right now <laughs> yeah i get you like i think i feel like i feel like it's been romanticized a lot like mm. um for summer flings and stuff mm. but it also makes sense to have like summer flings yeah, because yeah, you yeah. have more time in the yeah, summer yeah, yeah you know so I'm not saying that i want a summer fling yeah yeah but right anyway but, but like the point is is that i need more time because yeah because dating is like it takes a good amount of chunk of your time and out, your energy and your energy and i'm like i'm dealing with so much already i got yeah. work and school yeah. and friends and and sleep i need mm-hmm. to sleep <laughs> no for real and like um i saw this i think it was a tiktok yeah and i sent it to my friends and it was like, is it just me or girls with relationships or girls with boyfriends are kind of boring? 
And it's kind of true. Like, um, actually, I'm trying to think. I don't even think I have any friends with boyfriends. Yeah, I don't. But, like, people that I've met that have, like, boyfriends, like, they're just kind of, like, kind of boring. Because all they have to talk about is their boyfriend. Like, they don't have, like, interesting things happen in their life. Because, like, their whole life is just Mm -hmm. them, the boyfriend, them, and the boyfriend. Which is kind of like, eh, okay, whatever. I'm like, over him? But... Mm -hmm. But I get what you mean about the summer thing, though. But also that, too, I'm kind of scared to, like, ever kind of meet anyone up here. Because, like, what if they're, like, from up north? And, like, I'm from SoCal. Like, and I'm going to move back right after graduation. Like, I have no intentions of staying up here, coming up here. Like, my life is there. So, like, what if you meet someone that's, like, not from where you're from? And, like, and you just either have to do long distance or, like, break up or, like, something, and it's just, like, I don't, I don't feel that. Like, I want to know you're actually going to stay there. So I don't have to move. You don't have to move or, like, anything like that. But, yeah. Yeah, I feel like that's another one of, like, I guess a fear of mine mm. when it comes to relationships is, like, I'm afraid that I'll meet someone that's, like, not from where I want, where I am. Or where and, you want to be. Or, like, where I want to be. So I know that, like, either I'm going to have to break off the relationship just yeah. for myself or, like, maybe they're going to keep me stuck somewhere that I yeah, don't want to Yeah, literally. Be. I don't want anything to hold me Yeah, down exactly. So, like, I think when I do get in a relationship, something that I'm going to have to make very clear to, like, my significant other is that, like, if I say that I want to go somewhere and, like, you don't want to go there, you have to let me go. Yeah. Right? And so mm-hmm. I think I think just sticking to yourself and not getting lost in a relationship and not like trying to you know not making your significant other like your whole life yeah is super important because I've had so many friends that have like when they got boyfriends yeah or into a relationship or something like they made their significant other like everything their partner like everything and then they like started cutting off like all their friends (gasps) just for them yeah yeah Yeah. and I've had other friends where like that's not the case at all yeah 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 Two of my best friends have been in a relationship oh, yeah, yeah. for like, and you're, what remember. is it, like six years now? Mm-hmm. And they're Mama like, e papa. They're, they're literally like the, the best like couple I've ever seen. Like, obviously, they've had their hardships. That's what comes with any yeah, relationship. Yes. But like, healthy, they, I guess. It's really healthy, and like, they don't. They prioritize themselves as much as they prioritize mm, their relationship. That's good. That's good. And like they make sure to not make each other like their whole worlds. Like mm, that's good. That's good. They're going to different colleges. Like they're letting each other <gasps> do so their good. own thing. And that is so good. It's so healthy. So like if I if I were to get into a relationship anytime re- like soon, I'd know that I would want it to be something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, and I feel like it's hard to find people that are gonna respect that, mm-hmm. especially like in college to where like even though like guys in college are what like 18 usually about 18 to 22 or whatever like they're still very immature and like I just I don't want that like I don't know a lot of things like I get the ick so easily like any little thing I'm just like, Ew. but it's not even just about like mannerisms or things that you do it's just like for me it's like how you treat your time or like how you treat like your schooling so like like, for example, like, couples that, like, go to college together or, like, that follow each other to college, like, that is such a bad mistake because, like, you're going to come here and you're going to, like, yeah, people that come in a relationship never stay in that relationship or, like, things like that to where, like, where I just, like, see how guys act. I'm just like, I don't want that. I don't want that. I don't want that. So I feel like I'm willing to, like, wait until I have myself situated and then I could, like, fit that into my life. 
Yeah, but I don't want to, like, screw up my plan right now and, like, get distracted. Because I know me, like, because if I'm, like, fangirling so hard over a man that, well, Ginny knows I exist. <laughs> like, a man that I'm just a fan of. Imagine, like, if I get a real boyfriend that I could be, like, actually see. Like, I would go crazy. So I'm, like, so scared that he'd be, like, so consumed. So I'm, like, no, not right now. Not right now. <laughs> I, I feel like I definitely have to get, like, my priorities straight oh, yeah. and, like, stay disciplined in mm-hmm. those priorities. And then the relationship can mm-hmm. come along mm-hmm. with that and, like, be a support to it. Yeah. But I never would want to, like, leave anything that I find important in my yeah. own life just for, like, another person. Yeah. And maybe I'm just saying this because no one has ever got at me. <laughs> if I have people in my DMs, that might have been a different story. But that's okay. It's okay. Oh, shoot. I have the mic. Anyways, I also feel like... I don't put myself out there. Like, whenever I tell people, like, yeah, I've just never, like, dated anyone, they're like, oh, well, do you put yourself out there? I'm like, not really. Like, I, I don't, like, go to parties. I don't go out. I don't go to clubs. I don't go to anything. Like, I don't go anywhere where I could meet people because, like, like how we said, that's just not a priority. Like, I think yeah. if I was a good relationship, maybe I could put myself out there, but I just never have, and I don't see a point of me doing that. Feel you like I don't put myself out there at yeah. all because it's just not something that's like on a top priority mm-hmm. of myself. Like if I go out, I'm going out with my friends, yeah, and I want to be there with my friends, yeah, yeah. You know, and like if someone is there that's cute too, then maybe I'll be like, hey, can I get your number? But a lot of times, like that's just not what. It's just there, first of all, there's I feel like there's no one cute here. I've like, seen cuties, I feel but like, they like all are always okay, with the girls. I've so I've like, seen look. cuties. They're either taken mm. or you actually talk to them and they have the worst personality ever. Oh, really? Yeah. I've never even talked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I've, there's also, like, I've had people come and, like, slide into my DMs mm-hmm. and I never respond. Real. Because, one, I don't want to deal with it. And, two, like, I've tried to deal with that stuff before. It always ends up bad. So, uh-huh. yeah. I'm, I'm just like, no. I literally, someone, like, from found my TikTok and then, like, went into, like, my one of my videos came up on their for you page mm-hmm. went into my page found my instagram dm'd me and like they're literally from australia like what am <gasps> i supposed to do about that but yeah i was like i was like why didn't you and and then they asked for my snapchat like they oh, DM'd I'm sure me asked me for my snapchat <gasps> and i'm like you already have my instagram I'm like, you you can just dm me here like if you really like wanted to yeah. talk to me you would dm me here why does it have to be Snapchat? Why does, why does it have to be? I hate Snapchat so much. Mm. Did you see the new my AI stuff? I've never had oh, Snapchat. Ne- oh my goodness, there's like a new what is it? AI chat thing, so you can like chat. It's so creepy. Ew. It's so. It's so creepy. You like chat with like an AI? Like you can just like text them and then they'll like text you back, <gasps> like as if they're supposed to be your friend. And I think it's really weird because like. My friends and I have been playing around with it, just asking random stuff. Yeah, I, was, yeah. I asked what its job was because I was expecting to say like, "Oh, I'm just an AI tool from Snapchat headquarters or something." Uh-huh. Like, no, it said it was like a UC Davis student. <gasps> How does it know? Because like a Snapchat keeps your location. location. But I was still like, "What?" That's I, I was like, "No, you're not." Like no, you're it was, not. <laughs> it was so creepy. Anyways, so Snapchat, I'm like. I'm really close to deleting it. Yeah. Yeah. I never use it anyways. Mm-hmm. So I think I should just delete it. I mean, I know people that keep it for like their Snapchat memories mm-hmm. that they have on it. Cause I know people that have had it for years. Like I've never had it. So I don't know. But also with that too, I feel like that's, it could be a new way to like scam people. 
like they could just get information from you and like sell your information because you know how like apps and companies will like sell your information like i know instagram is probably definitely selling my information and tracking me you know ask ask not to uh, to, um what does it track me but like to a certain extent i'm just like whatever i'm still gonna use instagram but like that is like really creepy because imagine the things that people say or, like, the answers that they get. Ooh, it's creepy. So, like, it's supposed to – obviously, it's Ooh. AI, so it's constantly yeah. learning, right? <gasps> so, like, anything you tell it, it's constantly it's learning, so, right? It's supposed to remember. So, like, it's it wasn't fully updated, though. So, like, my friends and I were playing around, and so I asked it, like, oh, what's Harry Styles' most recent album? And it didn't know that Harry's House had come out. It also didn't know that Midnight's by Taylor Swift had come out. Right, so I was not like behind. <laughs> so then I was like, "Well, that's not right," and it was it was like so confused. So then I like told it about Harry's house, and it was like, "Wow, that's so great for Harry's house." But I was like, I was like, "Dang, I just like taught spreading this thing. the good word, spreading the good word." Like obviously everyone needs to know about Harry's house. Anyways, um, <laughs> but like, I was like, I was like, okay, well, it doesn't know about this, but it's still learning it. So mm. like anything that I tell it, it will learn. Uh, so oh, yeah creepy. and there's no way to unfriend it like i want to you have to get snapchat plus to unfriend it so that's really creepy i'm literally like about it this is gonna make me delete snapchat not want to get snapchat plus like no that's scary it's and so it's scary it's like kids that have snapchat too like mm-hmm. imagine what they're doing with it oh my gosh yeah <laughs> their digital footprint okay next self-love and discipline i only have one of these Okay, I feel like we kind of talked about this here and there throughout the episode. Um, I think it's just, like, so as much as, like, self-love can be, like, self-care and, like, you know, having a little, like, girly night in and, like, taking care of your skin or whatever and, like, doing the pamper stuff, Mm -hmm. like, self-love also comes with discipline. So it's, Mm -hmm. like, Mm -hmm. disciplining yourself to, like, do your homework. That's self-love. True, true. That's self-care. Disciplining yourself to, like go to work yeah like you know you know what i mean and my day. <laughs> so i don't know it was just kind of like an idea mm-hmm. yeah. no that's true i feel like they definitely go hand in hand because i have like a lot of discipline with myself of like okay i need to allocate this time of my day to do this or like i need to allocate this week to be the week that i do x or whatever or like discipline myself in the way of like um always going to work or always like like following through with like my responsibilities but to me that's a new perspective for me. I never saw it as being like a form of self-love because I feel like doing all these things is setting me up for success for like school, for work, for my future. And in a way that's me like taking care of myself for the future right now. But I feel like I don't do like a lot of self-care as I should. Mm-hmm. But I notice that when I do, I do feel better because like I have a like a morning like skin routine and normally like I'll just like do the morning routine, brush my teeth, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But, like, I never really, like, do my hair. I'll just kind of, like, leave it curly or put it up or put it in a braid or something. But recently, I've been implementing, like, hair care into, like, my self-care, which I feel like I've been feeling better about myself if I, like, I do, like, a little hairstyle or something like that. To where it's, like, things like that where I'm caring more about, like, things that I didn't care about before about myself. And it's, like, making me feel better. Yeah, like small things I feel like yeah. help. And it's also like disciplining yourself to like make that a habit. Mm. Like doing those things and making yeah. it a habit. Like so for example, something that I've been loving to do recently is just like listen to a podcast in the morning. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Like before I do anything else, like before I go on social media, before mm. I like watch or 
you know, go on social media yeah. <laughs> or like listen to what other music. Um, I've been I've been loving the Wellness Cafe. Ooh, um, it's it's by Trinity Tondelier, and she is a queen. Um, she's probably not listening to this, but <laughs> but I love her podcast. She just got to a hundred episodes. And oh, slay! Yeah, she. It's just like a self help wellness podcast. I also a more recent one that I've been loving is Digital Diary with Hannah Lease. She's like one of my favorite YouTubers. Mm. Um, she's also a Harry Styles fan, so nice. We, we love her. Um, yeah, so it's like a lot of. A lot of like self-care podcasts obviously anything goes with emma chamberlain oh i've never the, heard that one she's had this podcast for like three years oh wow yeah she, it's it's now just like a spotify exclusive podcast nice. too um so it's really cool i don't know i think it just it's that's like my day on the right foot that's to like good. have new perspectives of different you know everyday problems you kind of deal with yeah and a lot of these podcasts just like talk about those problems and like that's put good. a new perspective on that's it good, so yeah. yeah i think i think it's a good disciplining habit to mm-hmm. have in my daily routine that's good yeah so i normally like when i listen to podcasts it's kind of bad i really only listen to like news ones like npr like i've never really listened to like podcasts that are anything like news related there's only one other one that i listen to which is called get real which is, has and honestly i only really listen to it because juni's on it so <laughs> but even before he wasn't a host i would still listen to it and i still listen to the episodes that he's not in but i feel like i need to listen to more like self care <laughs> or like i guess like self-help podcasts to get like other perspectives but that's good because i normally just start my day off listening to music Rather than like podcasts, with like that, my thing. But one thing about like that I admire like a lot about you is that you like literally will wake up early to do your hair and makeup like every day, like without a beat. Like you will do it every day, and I like aspire to do that so bad, and I try, but I can never do it. But every time I'm like, I need to like freaking do it. I'm like Ellie does it every day. Yeah, no, you're like really disciplined with that. I'm so bad with that literally been a thing that I've been doing since high school mm. so I just like when I was in high school I learned that like taking care of myself in the morning was something that really made me feel better about mm-hmm. like the rest of the day even if I got like barely any sleep the night before mm. which not in like the Cassidy from Euphoria way like I wasn't oh, crazy like her getting I didn't up watch at 4 it. wasn't it she like getting up for hours she was like getting up at like 4 a.m just for a boy and I was like shut up Nate's like not even that good of a person mm. isn't there season Four? Season three coming out soon? Um, a new season coming out. A new season is coming out. I'm not sure when. I haven't mm. really been staying updated on that stuff. But, but like, it was kind of in a different way. Just I wanted to feel good about myself yeah. and feel confident. And, and not to say that, like, the way you look, uh, like, mm. is definitely, is not, the way you look doesn't, like, align directly to, like, your confidence. Your confidence yeah. comes from the inside. But I do think that, like, doing little things like putting some concealer under my eyes yeah. and, like, making sure my face is fully washed in the morning mm-hmm. and, like, doing my hair um, in a way that, like, expresses my personality and enhances, like, who I am is definitely just a way for me to go throughout my day feeling yeah. better. Yeah, so yeah, So that's why I usually do it. Like, I feel like the only times I've stayed in bed all day and, like, not done my morning routine mm-hmm. is like when I'm actually really sick mm, so. yeah no I feel like personally for me 
I think if I feel better, or if I feel better about how I look, I perform better in the day. Mm-hmm. Whether it be like at work or at a test, because like say for example, I like hate my outfit or hate my hair or like hate my makeup that day or just hate that I didn't wear makeup that day. I feel like I'll spend all day being insecure about it. To where like if I get ready or do my makeup or do my hair early in the day, like throughout the whole day I'll be like, man, I look so good today. I feel so good. And if like if I look like bad, I'll feel that bad. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. So that's like something I want to do more. But I usually do. Like I usually do my makeup or do my hair. It's either one or the other. Very rarely it's both. <laughs> but like, yeah, that's how I do it. Okay. And then ready for the last topic? Okay, the last one is growing up and feeling homesick. So the feeling homesick one is big because literally my whole personality is like, I want to go home. (laughs) Like, as simple as I could make it, and I've talked about this in other episodes, so I don't even need to go that deep on this. Y'all know, I want to go home. So yeah, I'm homesick. I'll admit it. (laughs) I definitely have been feeling homesick. Yeah. Like, honestly, this whole year, Mm -hmm. um, I call my parents like once like every day or like Mm. every other day and a lot of people like our age are probably like that's a little intense Natalie but like I I just kind of like I don't know I I just love their company yeah yeah, and I miss my family and I miss my sister a lot me too right (laughs) we both have like a really good connection with our sisters so I think I don't know just being away from them is hard Mm. and I don't know. It's just... I know exactly what you mean. It's, it's yeah. really hard because, like, you know, part of growing up is, like, growing away from your family in a way. And mm-hmm. not in the sense where, like, you never talk to them again. Yeah. But, like, it's just part of, like, growing up. So it is really hard, especially, like, when your home is, like, your comfort place. Yes. And you did, like, I feel like both of us grew up in a really good, like, state with our family mm-hmm. growing up, which is very lucky to have yeah oh yeah no for real it's a privilege yeah it really really it really is because i have so many friends that like didn't grow up in a good household yeah yeah situation Mm -hmm. which is really unfortunate but i'm very grateful that like my parents and my sister have always been like very loving Mm -hmm. and and like supported too so it makes it like a lot harder to like be away from them for so long very true and I feel like our thing is too, it's not that we wanted to leave and it's not, it's, we could have had other options, but I think to get where we wanted to be, like being here was yeah. where life led us. And I totally don't regret like coming here. Cause if I didn't come here, like I really don't know what I would have done. And like, I don't want to think about that. Cause obviously I made my choice. Life has made its path mm-hmm. for me, but I definitely feel like it's really hard. Like, leaving home in the sense of like like for us everything is there Mm -hmm. like our family our friends our life like yeah there's cool things up here but like for me everything is just so staple to home and I'm in this class um, Native American religion philosophy and we had this um, grad student who's in the program come and like do an activity with us and they their whole dissertation is based on home like how do you make home basically and we have this like really deep dive into like what home is for us and it made me like so homesick because I was just thinking like dang like I love my home like both like where I'm from and like my physical home like I love my room I love my house like because I think like how we said like we're fortunate enough to where like home has good memories for us 
So it's, like, hard to leave that. But, like, also what really, really hurts is, like, I'll FaceTime my parents and I'll FaceTime, like, my sister and whatever. And just, like, when I'm on FaceTime with them or, like, I'm on the phone with them, like, I feel like I'm there. Because we still have, like, the same, like, jokes or the same, like, teasing with each other that we would if I was there. And it feels like, because usually when I'm on FaceTime with my sister, like, my mom's in her room or something. And then my sister's, like, bugging my mom. I'm, like, instigating. And then my dad is just, like, like I don't know, like, in the background, like, things like that. And I feel like that's, like, so true to, like, when I'm home. That's what the dynamic is. And it feels like I'm right there in my mom's room, like, messing with them. So I feel like it's so hard, like, when you get off the phone and you're, like, and you're just, like, wait, like, I'm not there right now, like, actually. And you're just, like, oh. And then on the phone, like, they're, like, oh, I can't wait till you come back. And then you're just, like, me too. Like, I just want to go back. But I think, like, I'm just so excited to, like, go home and, like, be with my family again. Because, like I said, like, we're really close to our sisters. And I do everything with my sister. And I feel, like, it's, like, sad not having, like, that go-to person that's right there to do something with. Because I feel like now it's really hard to, like, meet up with people and, like, just go, like, I want to just go here. Like, oh, we'll just go there, like, randomly. Because, like, when you're back home, you already have someone to do everything with. And it's, they're, like, it's your sister. She's in your house. Like, you just get up and go. But it's, like, yeah. So it's hard. <laughs> everything you said right now, like, I totally relate mm-hmm. to. Like, my sister just being my go-to person, mm-hmm. being there. I honestly feel like my sister and I are, like, platonic soulmates. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's a really special bond. But I also think, like, if I hadn't come to college up here and, like, I was... Oh, true. And I had stayed oh, yeah. down there, yeah. like, I feel like I would have been stuck in, like, a limbo state. Oh, yeah. So I think that going away for college, like, as much as I have felt homesick and, like, I still do almost, like, every day, mm-hmm. it's, it was such, it's, like, such an important growing state mm-hmm. for me mm-hmm. and, like... I don't think I would be where I am right now if I had yeah. stayed home. Oh, yeah. Or, like, even Definitely. gone to a college closer to home. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's kind of, like, two opposite sides. Mm. Like, pulling you, like, your comfort zone wants mm. you to, like, go back home and, like, stay there. But then, like, the growing part of you that's, like, you know, becoming an adult. Yeah. Is, like, this is actually what's good for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, it's it's so hard and, like, it's... Like, nothing, nothing good is ever easy. True. So, I don't know. It's kind of two opposite sides, mm-hmm. like, kind of pulling against each other. I feel like with that, ooh, with that, too, it's like, you don't know what you have until you mm-hmm. leave. Like, I definitely think me leaving made me way closer to my parents and to my sister. Because, like, yes, you tell each other that you, like, you love each other and whatever, blah, blah, blah. But it isn't until, like, you're physically separated and then, like, they tell you, like, oh, I love you, I miss you, that you're, like, you really do because I'm not there right now and you still, like, love and miss me. So, like, when I'm home with you, like, obviously, like, we live together, like, you know what I mean? But I feel like me growing up made me, well, this is, like, definitely an experience of growing up, but made me appreciate more, like, what my parents do for me. Because, like, after paying rent, <laughs> I'm like, dang, and y'all did that for, like, 20 years? <laughs> like, dang, like, you guys literally paid for all of that. And all I had to do was just, like, be, you know, to their standards, like, a good daughter, which the standards are not that high. So, like, things like that to where I'm, like, I'm really excited to go home so I can, like, you know, I guess be more appreciative appreciative of what I have. Like, not that I was ever, like, bad to my parents of, like, super disrespectful in the house, but just, like, I guess I've gained more, like, respect for them, too, of, like, 
dang, I had to do what they do and I'm only doing a fraction of it because I'm only supporting yeah. myself. Like, they had to support the whole family. So it's like, yeah. But I definitely see myself, like, going back home after college. Like, I don't see myself really leaving again anytime soon. Like, obviously, if opportunities come up, you know, later down the line, like, I'm not going to live with my parents forever. But I mean, like, while I'm young, like, I have no problem, like, just staying home, you know? Yeah, and on the topic of, like, um, you have to be, like, grateful for where you are, like, where you, when you're there. Like, I've been a lot recently reflecting on, like, just being here and Mm. knowing that, like, in my future, I am going to want to come back to a place like this. Mm. Like, whether it's just, like, more of a less busy city or, like, more of, a country town yeah, yeah, yeah you know a place with a lot of nature because I like one of my biggest goals is like I do want to live in a huge city like at oh, some yeah. point in yeah, my yeah. life like I definitely want to move to New York City oh, yeah. at least for a few years yeah, like yeah, yeah. Try it and out. I know when I get there like it's probably there are going to be moments where I'm going to be like oh this is too much mm-hmm. and I wish like I had appreciated my time mm-hmm. when I wasn't in a big city like this so Real. I think that is also something that I'm trying to like yeah take appreciation with mm-hmm. like these past few months and yeah I definitely feel like that because I also was like kind of reflecting on that too like I was talking to a friend who like came to visit me for a bit because we we're gonna go to a concert together and she was just like wow like Davis is so nice and peaceful which that's a big reason why I chose Davis because it's so peaceful like I think it's really like helpful in school and all that but I just feel like I need to appreciate that I'm never going to be in a space like this ever again mm-hmm. to where, like, literally the ARB is there. Like, a good example is, like, the ARB. Like, it's so nice. Um, and, like, while, like, life gets so caught up and busy, like, I need to, like, be present and appreciate, like, wow, this is, like, a really nice place to study. Because, like, I, I never really say I hate school because I don't hate it. But I think, like, you think it a lot, like, just little moments, like, oh, I hate school. But then I have to think, like, no, I don't hate it. I really love it here. Like, there's times where it's just, like, I wish I was home, but it doesn't take me away from, like, this is still really nice. And, like, I'm never going to be in, like, such a nice nature area. So, like I said, like, when I do move out and I'm back in the big city, like, I'll probably be, like, oh, I wish I could just, like, go to a moment of silence real quick. But I think it's hard to appreciate it while you're in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's just it's important to like be extra like even if you emphasize it like way too much how grateful mm-hmm. you are like that will just help you appreciate it mm-hmm. so much more um so yeah just like reaffirming where you are right now mm-hmm. and like trying to find like peace with being oh, where yeah. you are right now is super important because yeah. one day you are going to want to go back true and true. you can't yeah real oh that was good She's a poet. She's a poet. A writer. Okay, well, that was actually all of our topics. Yeah, that was everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so good. I don't know what I'll title this episode yet, because I feel like we touched a lot, but, like, there's not one thing. But, yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'll just put, we're homesick. (laughs) But, yeah. Okay, any any final thoughts? Um, I don't know, just... Appreciate where you are. Be grateful for everything. Even, like, the smallest things. Like, if you're eating a cookie, be like, <laughs> I love this cookie. <laughs> I am so grateful for this cookie because you're never going to have that cookie again. True. Right? Like, there might be others that are the same flavor. Yeah. But it's never going to be that, that cookie. cookie. So, savor the cookie. <laughs> savor the cookie. That'll be the title. <laughs> 
Savor the cookie. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, thanks for listening. Anything you want to promote, add? Um, you can follow my Instagram or check Ooh, me out. Oh, your TikTok. TikTok. Oh, my. Okay. TikTok. Nat <laughs> underscore Grace. Mm-hmm. I think it's just. Is it Nat underscore Grace 37? Um, let me just double check that. Natalie is literally TikTok famous. Like when she comments on things. Like, literally, they get so many likes. And I think, like, one time she commented on, like, Emma Chamberlain's video or something like that. Like, oh, this would be a good TikTok audio. And then they used it. Yeah. Yeah, she's TikTok famous. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, not underscore Grace 37 is my TikTok. And my Instagram is Natalie Grace with two L's in Natalie. N-A-T-A-L-L-I-E-G-R-A-C-E. Yeah, she's literally an influencer. Like, yeah. TikTok famous. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye. Slay.